When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Baseball report today, Emerson Phillips with Gamecock legend Kip Balknight. Kip, it's been a tough year for Gamecock baseball. We're going to talk about some of the problems that the Gamecocks have had this season. But right now, there is no getting around the fact that the Gamecocks have lost five straight conference series for the first time in the history of the program. And a lot of folks are not happy about that. No, it's, uh, it's been a tough year. But, um, you know, on the flip side of that, Emerson, it's, uh, I think it was 2000, maybe four, um, when I think we ended up getting to the conference semi or the, uh, World Series and either the final game or the semifinal game. I can't remember, but it was one of those years. I think the Gamecocks were nine and nine in the SEC. Uh, you know, going into the last several weekends of the year, and um, as bad as it's been, uh, if they can somehow go six and three, seven and two, the last nine games, uh, and play well in the SEC tournament, which, as we know, has certainly not been the history that South Carolina has in the SEC tournament, this team could still get hot. And uh, and 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 wake up. Next thing you know, they're they're playing their best baseball of the year, and they get to Omaha. I mean, I can remember fans calling for Coach Tanner's head during some of those years where they were struggling about this point of the season. So it's all about how you finish, and uh, that's the good news, and that's the positive, and that's what those guys have to hold their heads on is to be able to go out and keep fighting, and um, hopefully they um, you know are mentally. Uh, capable of, of being able to put a lot of disappointments behind them. Kip, if the Gamecocks were at full strength, they may have an opportunity to go ahead and start playing a little bit better and get heated up, like you said, and play better going into Hoover, play better over these final uh, three series of the SEC regular season, and perhaps you know put themselves in position to make a run in the postseason. But the injury to Clark Schmidt has been devastating. The Gamecocks are scrambling to find a Sunday starter now. John Park started last Sunday in the series against Kentucky. We don't yet know who's going to start this Sunday in the series against LSU. And, uh, you know, very difficult road trip coming up this weekend against an LSU team that's in the top 15 in all six major polls. So talk about the injury to Schmidt and how that's affected the team. And and where does Carolina go from here, Kip? Five straight conference series losses never happened before. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of an amazing stat, really. Um, It's pretty impressive that that's never happened. That means the South Carolina's program has been pretty daggum good for a long, long time. Um, and uh, the, it, the Southeastern Conference is tough. Emerson, it's a tough league. It'll beat you up. But, um, you know, going to LSU is a, a, an extremely tough task, no matter if you're completely healthy uh, or not, no matter if you're having a great year or not. I mean, I can remember going there when we were 50-6 and six in the regular season my junior year, and on Friday night and Saturday night, we were winning both games in the ninth inning and ended up losing Friday and Saturday. And uh, thank goodness we ended up coming back and winning on Sunday having to hold them off in the ninth inning again on Sunday. So very, very tough series coming up. Uh, as far as the Clark Smith injury for me, uh, the, the the frustrating thing is we were not playing well even when Clark Smith was healthy. 
So I, I don't really necessarily, uh, I mean, yes, it's a loss, and yes, it's tough not having him, and absolutely I'd love to have him going on Friday night at LSU in Baton Rouge. But um, for whatever reason, uh, there's a lot of reasons, I think, that this, this team just hasn't, they haven't played well um, enough to win a lot of ball games. Uh, you know, the pitching is just, you look at a stat book and the pitching, uh, you, you can arguably say, oh, God, the pitching staff's doing a great job. But they, they've given up some uh, really, really um, bad, you know, some tough. Uh, they've had losses in tough parts of the game. They've made bad pitches in certain parts of the game. And I think that things haven't been managed as well as they certainly could have been. And, um, you know, again, I, 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 I'm not quite sure. I, I know I don't have the – I hope and I pray and I hope and I, I want my Gamecocks to finish up the year well and, and do and, and be great, but I, I just don't see it. I think this is uh, unfortunately going to be a really, really bad season for them. Kip, the Gamecocks beat Wofford on uh, Tuesday night this week, 9-5, to and we've seen Chad Holbrook you know, try to tweak the lineup a little bit in recent weeks here to try to get this offense jump-started. The Gamecocks have struggled at times offensively this year. Ross Grosner hit a home run in two consecutive games this week. We've seen Riley Hogan play well in the last month or so. And uh, before we started the podcast today, we talked about uh, John Jones, who you mentioned was one of the hottest hitters in the country the first couple months of the season last year. But he's barely played this year, and he's actually gotten into the lineup a little bit more here of late, had a home run, and uh, had a, had an RB, uh, had two runs knocked in against Wofford Wednesday night. So, you know, if you're Chad Holbrook, what do you do to try to shake things up and to try to get this team moving in the right direction? We've got three SEC series left. Yeah, I certainly don't blame Coach Holbrook for trying to change it up a little bit and get those guys in there. I mean, I said this earlier in the season, uh, Emerson. I, You know, if I'm facing that lineup, and, and you know, this was pre, um, oh gosh, the uh, lefty, the uh, really good, uh, our best hitter right now, in my opinion. Cortez. Um, I can't think of it. Yeah, thank you, Cortez, Carlos Cortez. I mean, before he was in the lineup, in the lineup, there wasn't anybody that I would be considered. I, I would be afraid to pitch to. Uh, and I mean, I'm I'm not saying that in a conceited or cocky way. I'm I'm thinking if I'm still in college, if I know the lineup that I'm facing in South Carolina, I, I would not be concerned at anybody I'm facing. But now you got Carlos Cortez swinging a hot bat. You got a guy like John Jones. You got Grosser in there. Destino back in there swinging well. Then you got four or five guys, and you go, wow, now that's a lineup that actually I can get hurt before. I mean, it's it's a bunch of guys just hitting singles or doubles, and there's no threat for the long ball. So uh, I, I'm ecstatic that Coach Holbrook changed things up a little bit, and sometimes as, a, as an everyday starter, sometimes you need a little bit of time to uh, get in the cage and work on some things and, and take a mental break and Hopefully, Destino, that, that break he's had uh, on the pine a little bit, hopefully that'll make him come back and uh, have a, uh, a renewed start and, and be ready to hopefully help the Gamecocks get hot and make a postseason run. Gamecock Central Radio, Emerson Phillips with Gamecock great Kip Balk Knight. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. You can subscribe to our podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit Radio. GameCockCentral.com. The app is free. Our podcasts are free. Download the app today. A 9-5 to win for South Carolina over Wofford on Tuesday night at Founders Park. The Gamecocks are 26-17 and overall, 10-11 and in the SEC. 
and we're getting ready for LSU coming up this weekend. Let me give you some of the numbers from the Wofford win Tuesday night. Colby Lee was the winning pitcher in relief. He's now 2-0 on the year. He worked two and two-thirds, gave up two runs, two hits, walked two, and struck out three. And it was freshman right-hander Cody Morris tying a career high with eight strikeouts and four innings of work as the starter. Two runs allowed, one hit, three walks. Gamecocks scored four runs in the bottom of the first and got three home runs in the ballgame. Ross Grosner homered for the second straight game. Alex Destino homered, and Riley Hogan hit a home run as well. So, uh, Kip, uh, Destino's batting average has plummeted in the last month or more, and good to see him swing the bat a little bit better Tuesday night against Wofford. The Gamecocks are going to need him to produce. He was incredible last year, Kip, but he struggled at times this year. He has. I mean, he's got a, he definitely got some holes in his swing. It's really long, and, you know, that's the – there's a good good news and the bad news. The good news for college baseball is the amount of exposure it has and all the TV games. The bad news on that is pretty easy to – I mean, gosh, you can sit in your bed at home or in a dorm room and, and you know you're about to face South Carolina and you can sit there and watch some film and you can see some things. I mean, it's amazing the, the, the uh, coverage that it gets now. So, uh, you know, they've just been exploiting his weaknesses and um, – uh, he's just got to make adjustments, and uh, that comes from, you know, getting with the hitting coach and, and, and finding out how pitchers are attacking you and uh, being able to fix that. And, uh, unfortunately, he hasn't been able to do that yet. So, hopefully, this bomb against Wofford will help him get his, uh, you know, men- mental part of it right and uh, be confident and ready to go for the rest of the uh, Gamecocks at Baton Rouge starting tonight, 8 o'clock on the SEC Network Plus. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, first pitch on the SEC Network. And then Sunday at 3 on ESPN. Kip, LSU's always good. I mean, perennially, this is one of the top programs in college baseball. I think they won five titles uh, in the 1990s, if memory serves. They're 30-15. and 15, They're 13-8 and eight overall. So LSU always a very tough place to go play. And you know, let's face it, Kip, LSU's in the top 15 in all six of the major polls. If they can close out strong with three SEC series left, they could still get a top eight national seed, and that's got to be their goal at this point. It is. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like LSU's sitting pretty. Uh, it's a, You're talking about a difference in four or five games between the two records. It's amazing. I mean, you know, if South Carolina doesn't blow three or four late leads like they have, uh, at least, I mean, just imagine if they were four games better in the SEC. You know, imagine if they're 13 and um, what would that be, 13 and 5 right now instead of 9 and 9. I mean, it's amazing the, the difference in, in uh, you know, everybody's uh, thoughts and, and, and processes going into this last, you know, part of the season. But um, always a tough place to play. South Carolina's going to have to uh, – they're going to have to bang it. They're going to have to hit the ball really, really well. Uh, that's a very, very tough place to play. Uh, there's no better home field advantage in America. Uh, I'm sad to admit, I know Gamecock fans think that, uh, that it's great at Founders Park, and it can be. Don't get me wrong. There's times it can be, but it's uh, it's not even close. LSU is, is uh, definitely the top of the list. All right, so the Gamecocks have played the second most difficult schedule in the country. The NCAA ranks a difficulty of schedule. The Gamecocks are number two in that department right now. And, uh, but it's, it's that way every year, Kip. The Gamecocks always have one of the toughest schedules in the country because they play in the SEC. They have an annual three-game series with Clemson. And 
you know, they typically play North Carolina in a couple of midweek games. At least that's been the case the last couple of years. So difficult schedule is nothing new for Gamecock baseball. Kip, you said earlier that you're not optimistic that the Gamecocks are going to turn the season around at this point. And I think a lot of folks agree with you. I think a lot of people, particularly in the fan base, feel that way right now. So let's look ahead just a little bit and let's speculate for a moment. If the Gamecocks do not get this season turned around, if they do not make a run in postseason play, and it ends up being a disappointing year when it's all said and done, do you think South Carolina makes a change at any of the coaching positions during the offseason? You know, that's a tough one for me to talk about. Uh, you know, obviously Coach Tanner's like a dad to me. Uh, I played for him. He's uh, certainly uh, someone I'm very close to. Coach Holbrook's a guy that recruited me. I love him to death. He's like a brother. Um I do, however, think that um, something has to change. If 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 they don't finish like obviously Coach Holbrook, Coach Tanner would like them to finish uh, and get to the postseason and make a little bit of a run, I think there has to be a change. Uh, you know, for Holbrook's sake, hopefully, maybe uh, he's allowed to choose his own staff. Uh, you know, that's one thing that a lot of folks don't talk about and. You know, certainly you, you can argue and say, well, you know, Coach Myers has been there. He's been a part of World Series uh, championships and, and, and Esposito as well. So, um, But anytime a head coach comes in, normally they get to kind of choose their staff. You know, maybe there's not, maybe they're not clicking there. Maybe he needs to feel like he needs to make a change. Those are things that I'm sure him and Coach Tanner will discuss and talk about. Um, you know, so – it remains to be seen. I, I I wish nothing but the best for all those guys, especially Coach Holbrook, and I, I certainly hope that uh, you know they can get hot. And I hope he's here for the next ten years. But um, the way it's going now, I, I just don't see it. There's just a lot of things, uh, especially on the pitching side, that I just think that we need to be pitching a little bit differently and and uh, using guys in a little bit different roles. And 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 you know, I see guys that have the arms that they have and facing the bats they have and I'm just uh, uh I'm, I'm amazed sometimes at how we just are, are afraid to pitch the contact and uh and just just not attacking the hitters I mean looking back at John Park's last start on Sunday he was out there just letting it eat and just dominating the first couple innings and he just he was no care in the world just letting it go and trusting his fastball and then he gave up one hit and then we went straight to the off speed and change-ups and sliders and he was scared to pitch the contact next thing you know he's out of the game uh so you got to learn how to pitch for the lead and you got to learn how to i think the biggest thing is just trusting their stuff they just uh, seem to be you know they pitch backwards a lot and just scared to pitch the contact but um you know that's my opinion and and you know a lot of folks can say well you know i mean this this staff and and a lot of staffs over the last you know many years at south carolina have done the same things and they've had a lot of success so um, you know, again, that's just my opinion. All right, the Gamecocks are at LSU this weekend, starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Carolina plays at Missouri next weekend, which has had a surprisingly good year. And then South Carolina closes out the regular season with a three-game homestand against the Georgia Bulldogs. Then we'll go to Hoover for the conference tournament, and then postseason play will begin. Kip, we appreciate your perspective, and I'm looking forward to talking more about this Gamecock baseball team with you as the season goes on. Everybody's hoping the Gamecocks get it going in the right direction. 
Not a lot of folks optimistic, at least outside of the locker room right now, that that's going to happen. So very curious to see how things are going to play out. Thanks for your time today, Kip. Yeah, thank you. Go Gamecock. All right, that's Kip Balknight, Gamecock great, and I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. We'll be back to talk more Gamecock baseball here on GCR. Thanks for being with us. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.